You are listening to They All Marveled Podcast. This podcast is for sci-fi fantasy fans who want to hear about the Christian perspective on pop culture. I'm your host, author Darlene Bojek, joined with my daughter, Selen Bojek. And in this episode, we are going to talk about Dune. Warning, there will be spoilers. All right, let's start off with this question, Selen. Mm-hmm. Why did you want to see Dune? Well, at first I wasn't too excited to see it, but then I saw that Zendaya was going to be playing in it, and she's one of my favorite actresses, so I decided, why not see it? Well, I wasn't much into the actors. I know you mentioned Timothy Chalamet was going to mm-hmm. be there, too. <laughs> you were yes. thinking of the actors and actresses. I had heard about Dune. In fact, I... I bought a recent version of the novel because it's a uh, it was a um, a novel that kind of started a huge revolution in in fiction, and so I had heard so much about it. I thought I'd love to read it, so I bought this beautiful blue cover of it has blue and yellow and and the spine. I mean the pages the edges of the pages are all blue it's just such a pretty book mm-hmm. still haven't gotten around to reading it because it's so fat <laughs> it <is> pretty big <laughs> I even um, brought it uh, to Cyprus where my girls are to read it on my vacation and uh, instead we went to see the movie before yeah I don't I think I saw see. you open that book yet <laughs> I, I couldn't it was it's so pretty but uh, now I have an idea of what the story is going to be about I'll read it so I wanted to read it. I mean, I wanted to read it, but then I wanted to see the movie so I can uh, know what the movie is about. And I did hear that a lot of people who've read the book and seen the movie uh, like the... They said it's almost exactly the way the book is. That's pretty good. Yeah. Not a lot of movies and books are like that. That's true. Not a lot are. So um, what about this? Um uh, what surprised you about the movie um i feel like the i was expecting the movie to be a little bit more fast-paced but instead it felt a little bit slower and there were a lot of elements to it that i wasn't expecting um especially the ending um i felt like it was going to be a, a just instead of like a a dual movie like two movies together i thought it was just gonna be one movie and everything was gonna be resolved in the first movie but it wasn't like that which i wasn't expecting so um but despite that i still enjoyed it mm-hmm. i think so too i was stunned when it, so the credits started to roll stunned about oh you, know, you kind of feel like you are gypped but at least you know they got to a good place it's like it came to the ending and, and like towards the ending i was like well it's been like two hours already are is the movie still gonna keep going are they gonna solve this or is this gonna just end like this and i ended and i was like oh okay <laughs> if that's how they do it yeah i guess when you have a fat fat book <laughs> you have to turn it in, yeah. into actually do you know uh, this is off topic, but it's very interesting. Speaking of fat books, that uh, Tolkien wrote his trilogy as a single story. Wow. And the publishers uh, make more money from having two books or three <laughs> books. So they, they cut it 
um, into three, but for him it was one story and it actually just has one story form. The whole story doesn't resolve at the end of the first one. It's just kind of like a pause place or right. you would call it in writing, you'd call it a, um, a pinch point or a plot, mm -hmm. you know, plot turn. So they end each of the trilogy books on a plot turn and instead of it resolving nothing resolves at the end of the first one so we are mm -hmm. not talking about <laughs> hobbit right now or the lord of the rings right now we could talk about that another time yeah it kind of reminded me actually of the infinity war movies hmm. uh, from marvel because the first in the first infinity war movie it also ends on a i guess a cliffhanger or it ends when like you know the bad guys win right and then you have to wait for the second movie until everything is resolved. So it kind of reminded me of that. Yeah. But I think when he... Didn't he snap? Like it ends with his snapping? No, it, it, it was Zendaya. She she said this is just the beginning or something like that. Okay. Or maybe he said it. No, I think Zendaya said it. Yeah. So they lost. And then they, the story ended. Right? Yeah. And then... And then he found the sand people and... Oh, wait, you're talking about Dune again. Oh, yeah, I'm talking about... <laughs> I'm talking about... This in, in Marvel, yes, yes. He did snap and the bad guys won, so... So yeah. this one... But in this Dune, one, it's also kind Dune. of similar because, like, you know, a lot of bad things happen before he finds, he finds the sand people and then things will start turning out to be good, I suppose. So it's like he resolved one thing, but there's still a lot of things that he has to take care of. The they had different bits, like in the move, in the trailers, and I think even in his vision, or right at the end maybe, where they're like surfing on the worm, you know, all the, um, all the action things happen in his flashbacks or flash forwards or his <laughs> prophecies. Nothing really. There wasn't too. Yeah, I feel the only like serious action parts were. When the bad guys came by, and then that worm, that yeah. worm was pretty cool though. That was, that was a really that good. That was clever. Yeah, that was clever. And so, fact, um, Dune came out in uh, oh, nineteen sixty-five, and Star Wars came out in nineteen seventy-seven. So do you see an influence between Star Wars and Dune? Wait, Star Wars came out in 1977? Uh-huh. That worm. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, uh, well, that's still Return of the Jedi, which is quite some time later. Mm -hmm. Right? Return of the Jedi is the one where they're, the rank, not the rancor pit, the, um, what's the name of that, that worm in the desert? That, I, I don't remember. Um, <laughs> it'll come to my mind. The, um, the... Yeah, you could see that George Lucas was a, was um, impacted by it, mm -hmm. and and I think Star Wars started a huge uh, well around that time. There's a huge push in in um, popularity for science fiction, mm -hmm. sort of science so fiction, like dystopian. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so we have um, what's what did you think about the plot um i mean i don't have well as far as i know about the plot was a little bit hard to understand at first because there was a lot of like subplots to it as well 
So you kind of have to, like, search for the main plot of the movie um, amongst all of those other plots in it. So it was a little bit difficult for me to understand at first, but I feel like towards the end you kind of, like, understand what he's trying to get at. And I feel like once the second movie comes out as well, then um, it'll explain it even better. Mm -hmm. The goal of the story was for, I mean, it seems that the goal of the story was that they would make peace and a peace with the sand people. Yes. Even look at the sand people, you know, as in Star Wars. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But they were going to make peace. We were hoping that they would make peace with the sand people. He'd find the girl, but then she's going to kill him is what you see kind of the prophecies you know somehow but anyway you you expect that they're going to make peace with the sand people and i guess they sort of did yeah but But it was kind of they lost the they lost their whole their whole people all their people yeah true i couldn't quite understand if the whole planet moved over to the desert planet which planet you know the guy lived on a planet with water the um timothy Shalami lived on a planet with water and then they they had all these ships and everybody was loading up onto the ships but didn't have other kids there did they didn't have kids and women I didn't see any no but they that was probably not an important part of the movie so they just didn't show it so it was just the army but then the mom and him moved there because it wasn't otherwise it wasn't families moving yeah no to the desert planet which would have been really dumb I think I think (laughs) they the point was they would go first and then I guess after they've industrialize the desert area some more they would have more people come over but maybe that was just like the beginning of their plan or something it said there was something about water wanting to bring the water back that was interesting it would make sense because they were on a desert planet (laughs) yeah somehow the they they ripped um or kind of stripped the stripped the planet of any ability to make water because they are harvesting spice. Spice. However that works. <laughs> <laughs> that spice part was really interesting. It's clever. It was clever, yeah. It's clever that but I don't know how sand can have spice. <laughs> um okay, so uh main character's issue was prophecies, right? He's he's dealing yes. with his prof with this prophecy and he's wanting he's theoretically the um the messiah kind of figure right <laughs> what did um the ch- this the chosen one the um, whatever the special <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's the special right yeah and uh everybody's saying he's the special and everybody anyways knows that young people always think they are the special <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean that whole like his mom was like a witch or something yeah lady and she was supposed to have a daughter or I don't know, but she had a son instead. And so I guess that also plays a part in like, you know, him being, I guess, the chosen one. Because what was that? There was that one, that one sand, sand lady, was it a sand lady who worked as the maid there? Didn't she say something like, um, she said something about like him being, I guess the chosen one <laughs> or the one that was the what that they've been waiting for mm-hmm. somehow so i mean all of these are just loose strings that they leave leave un 
tied you know they just leave them open when the story ends as it did it was Mm -hmm. all these things that weren't answered and and it wasn't like like with um star wars you have um you have the end when it ends there's questions like when the first one ends and they're getting they're all getting their awards you know Mm -hmm. and it ends and there's still stuff that they've got to take care of but it feels like it's it's done mm-hmm. right um even though there's still more of the stuff that has to happen like Darth Vader has to be taken care of and emperor needs to be found yeah so what about the relationship in the book who, who in the story who was the main relationship about i feel like i mean Timothy Chalamet had a great... Or his character had a a really good relationship with his mom and dad. Um, you can kind of see a lot of, like, um, how good his relationship is with his dad in the beginning of the movie. Because they have that, like, whole talk on top of the mountain about how his dad is saying, like, um, you know, this is the path that you were born to be on and don't like like try it out first before you decide to not um follow that path so it's like follow your dreams but like try it out first i guess try out try out this way first yeah which is a good life lesson Mm -hmm. it's a good life lesson actually that's a very rare life lesson yeah you know often it's just like follow your dreams Without really wait, like thinking about your dreams, like oh, I don't want to do that, so don't mm-hmm. do it. You know, it's like many of these stories, young people stories, are about you know, I'm gonna do what I want to do, and and you have to just get used to me doing what I want to do. But this one is about listen to wisdom, mm-hmm. listen to what people are saying, to step back before you rush ahead. You know, think, mm-hmm. step back and think about, think about this. Maybe this is what you need to do. You know, so that's like mm-hmm. wise. Like you said, he had a good relationship with his dad. Which yeah. I was sad that Joseph died. I'm sorry, I can't <laughs> see him as anybody. But jo- what's his name? Uh, Os- no, not Oscar. Uh, uh, I just remember him as Joseph. <laughs> from it's like right on the tip of my mind, but I, I completely forgot. Yeah, it. <laughs> but. Anyway, I was really, really disappointed that he died. Because I, yeah. I haven't read the book. I didn't know that the dad died. He died in a surprisingly easy way. <laughs> yeah, he just got shot with a dart. Spoiler alert. No, it's from, Spoiler alert again. Skip this part if you don't want to hear it. Um, from, from that me- medicine guy. Who ended so, up dying. I mean, it was like tragic. I mean, you would kind of expect, like, you can't really trust the bad guy. I know, so you why can't trust you, the bad guy. But they have you, your wife. You know, you're... hypothetically ouch yeah but he had already killed the wife i mean seriously if you had asked the wife she'd probably have said don't betray the don't betray the king right well she they probably like took her and the guy didn't know what happened to her and the i guess the main evil guy was like i have your wife even though she's already dead but he's like making him believe that his wife is still alive Mm -hmm. and to be a puppet for him Mm -hmm. so that was sad (laughs) that was sad so the relationship in there was kind of a hint of the girl mm-hmm. but mostly the relationship the, the heart of the story was the mom yeah you know just the mom taking care of 
Him taking care of his mom. Him taking care of his yeah. mom, you know? You can see, you see that a lot in the... When they get kicked out of that palace place. It's yeah. more emphasized there. That he's taking care of his mom. Which is mm-hmm. kind of like taking on adulthood. You know, when you start taking care of your mom instead of her taking care of you. Mm-hmm. So, um... The... His love interest... You know, he kept seeing prophecies about that. Um, mm-hmm. She influenced him moving forward in the plot. Wouldn't you yeah. say? She was like a very influential character, though he hadn't ever met her. Yeah. Did he change at all in the story? Um, did he stay the same? I feel like he... I mean, there he did change. Like, that whole part with... Like, in the beginning, you know, he he wasn't quite sure about, like the path that his dad wanted him to be on but then later he gets that rain from his dad that doctor gives him or and they find his dad's rain in that pack um and he puts it on basically like accepting like this is who i'm who i am now mm-hmm. this is what i'm going to pursue i guess but i still don't think he his personality changed he stayed was, strong the whole, the whole yeah. way he didn't like do suddenly have some realization I need to be different it's more like I'm going to still be strong and I'm going to be strong in this way I'm going to I continue. guess so yeah but if you no. look at it that way because there's two two different kinds of ways that a person can change they can mm-hmm. change um they can change like their their whole um attitude toward toward mm-hmm. life and then they they can succeed in the story or or they stay steadfast, you know. They stay yeah. strong and they grow in in maturity. Yeah, which so, is different than change. Yeah. Know? So there was character development, but it wasn't like major, major mm-hmm. development. Okay, so we talked about Mar um, Star Wars. What Marvel movie does this remind you of? Well, you said that you said it's a little Infinity bit of War, Infinity yeah. Wars, but um. I mean, it's just such a big, like, different genre that it's hard to compare. I guess for plot-wise, it would, it would be similar to some, mostly Infinity War. That's that's what I keep thinking in my mind, just the ending part. <laughs> but um, I don't really see much resemblance. I don't know. What are your thoughts? Um, I, I just keep thinking of that planet. Was it a planet that Loki was from? Or or he got sent to... There was a kind of a barren planet that was in um, uh, in Thor stories. Uh, mm. Some sort of a barren... Not Loki's planet, but a planet that they were like exiled to. And um, they had a war there or something like that. I just feel felt had a similar feel of this. Like, was it in the Loki show or the Loki show too? They had one, but there no. It was uh, in one of the th- earlier Thor movies. I know Thor got banned to Earth, and they were in like a mm-hmm. desert area, mm-hmm. kind of. It was New Mexico. Remember I think wherever it was New Mexico. wherever Loki died. He died several times. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He doesn't stay dead. <laughs> All right, so, um, so but what, I can see where you're coming from. What would you say that the the message of this movie was? Um, 
Uh, well, I I guess going back to what his dad said. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, don't give up. <laughs> yeah, don't give up. Just try this. Try this new way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's actually I like I like that as a message. I think it's one that yeah. young people can really grab onto. Did you feel there was any propaganda in this? Propaganda. You know, as a as a Christian, we we are always to be alert to see if they're trying to pull wool over our eyes, trick us, trying to make us think things that we don't that is against, you know, God's truth. Did you see any what a um, we got um, narcissistic hedonism, which is, you know, just live for live for yourself and for your pleasure. Mm-hmm. Like positively, did you see that one, or did you see reductive naturalism, where where um, just follow follow your nature? Nature will um, whatever is natural is is good and pure. That's a, mm-hmm. a, a lie. Then we have um, moral moral relativism. Um, what was that one about again? Moral relativism is when you have, uh, when morality is just up to you. There's no, mm-hmm. no standard for morality. I feel like that w- moral relativism would definitely fit that um, that main bad guy. And that bad guy that was like it a was, snake. He was like a glob guy who Jabba stepped the to the hut. ceiling. <laughs> a floating job with a hut. I know. I didn't. He was just creepy. Like, was, it just I couldn't figure out what is he. That know? was like one of the weirdest, but most, I guess, developed bad guy I've seen in a movie this year. Huh. He was. It was just so like, what is this? <laughs> it was so in your face. So uh-huh. like, what am I supposed to do with this now? That it just, I don't know. It, it made like, I guess it's just the way that they they developed him as a villain was in a good way mm-hmm. but I didn't like, really get an idea of what he wanted he's just like yeah I kind of was a little vague about like, is there another bad guy that he's like serving were, or is no he, the one he that was the one serving? yeah because they had left they they left that planet to give to the to the other people to the Timothy Chalamet people um and you know that one guy got really upset over it and everything's like why are we doing this and then and then um, they decide to go back and def- defeat the... I-, I didn't really get, like, why would you leave if you didn't want to give it up? Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. That was a, a little bit... There's a lot of causation that they had to skip over. That's why the book is so fat, I guess. And if it's only... Maybe I just missed that part, but I, I don't know. missed it, or they said it, and you, we didn't quite have context for yeah. it yet. So... But I, f- I feel like just the way he runs things is... Very like I do it my way. Mm-hmm. But he, he uh, he's very narcissistic. That too, yeah. Uh, relative moral relativism is his truth. But did did this book slash story teach like promote it like kind of saying this is the way it should be. This is the way you should be. You should only look out for yourself, or you should no. only. Or was was there a standard of morality that? We would agree with as Christians. I feel like there is a standard of morality in it. Because it didn't, at least for me, it didn't give me the feeling like, do everything your own way. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I think, I think just the whole, the whole, like you said, it comes back to that discussion he had with his dad, the nobility Mm -hmm. of his father, who was sent to the planet to suppress them, but instead he wanted to make peace. Yeah. He was a peacemaker. He wanted to bring life where there's death, Mm -hmm. you know, and then um, he wanted his son to be, to consider being, um, being a leader when he didn't want to. So Mm -hmm. even his dad is directing him to, to values that as Christians we would hold, which is Mm -hmm. listening to the wisdom of people who are your, like your elders and your, um, and, uh, the, 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 even the way he fought, he's like, I don't want to fight you, you know? So Mm -hmm. he was, he was kind of put pinched into a corner where his, his, he and his mom would be killed if he didn't fight. He didn't want to, but he, and he didn't want to kill the guy. How did the guy end up dying? Which guy? When he was in the fight at the end. At the end. Oh, right, right. The guy right. fell on yeah. his sword or something. Uh, no, he, he killed him. He killed he, him? He, cut, he cut the throat, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he did pause several times, like, Giving his mom was like, he's he's never killed anyone before. He was giving so. him a chance to, to uh, for mm-hmm. pity. He was having pity and stuff. So, so there, he had a very high standard of morality, mm-hmm. you know, and a high respect for authority, and, and, um... You know, he's looking out for, uh, looking out for the other guy. Remember when there was that, the worm was going to attack that Mm -hmm. ship and he risked his life, you know, to, to help save them. So there was, he's kind of taken after his dad. So I think that it is a positive morality that we see on there. They're not promoting, like secretly promoting selfishness Mm -hmm. as a no, as a, as a noble thing. Yeah. Right. Which would be, we call narcissistic hedonism yeah so yeah so would you recommend this to people i would recommend it what kind of person would like it what kind of person would not like it um i people who don't like waiting for another movie (laughs) (laughs) um should not watch it um but i mean a lot of teenagers are loving it um I, I know some of them are watching it for Timothy Chalamet and Zendaya, like me. <laughs> but um, but I guess people who like sci-fi dystopia, um, this definitely is that. <laughs> um, and I don't know what you say. <laughs> yeah, I I would recommend it. Yeah. I think it. You know, after talking about it, well, I, I guess you could say before we talked about it today. I I was like, eh. <laughs> I wasn't so crazy about it, especially because the ending and it was, um, it's a, it's a story that's in a domain that, I mean, it's usually action stories, um, action movies are all about the action, right? Mm-hmm. But in this case, it was, it was more of like in the mind kind of story of manipulations yeah. or mind thought, you know, thought things. So they're. They're wrestling with ideas rather than wrestling. I mean, yeah, they did have the worm. And they mm-hmm. had the, um, they had certain, uh, you know, the sandstorm and the worm yeah. and the, the fight with the guy, but and the bombing of the city. But that was almost mm-hmm. like, kind of ex- 
extra to the manipulation yeah. going on in the story. Yeah. So so because it was like more of a manipulation kind of story, you don't have, um, you, you kind of has a different rhythm. Mm-hmm. So if you're looking for just the cookie cutter story where, you know, the bad guy is fighting his way to succeed and then he succeeds. This is not that story. Mm-hmm. This is a story of more of the mind and thoughts and mm-hmm. and doing the right thing. Yeah. Not that doing the right thing will make you achieve, but doing the right thing is doing the right thing. You know, kind mm-hmm. of the goal becomes... Um, the goal becomes... Uh, um, to to find find or to be or to find your your um your place in the world which yeah. is a different thing than finding you know finding a, a treasure right yeah so i would recommend i mean that all that's saying <laughs> i recommend it to people who like that kind of thought-provoking mm-hmm. story it makes you think definitely make, that makes you think that makes you think and then makes you wait yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay well um this uh podcast has been brought to you by luke 422 and all spoke well of him and marveled at the gracious words that were coming from his mouth uh this has been the they all marveled podcast uh if you like what you heard you can find show notes for the episode including links and things that we picture we took of uh the the blue book (laughs) today um on christianuniverse.org um, and if you uh, if you liked this please um, share it with a friend okay Thank see you, you next listening. time thanks for listening